there. Welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy. And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us, as As they they should be. be. I wish I knew that whole song. Like, I do know that whole song. I do know that entire fucking song because we watched that goddamn Lego movie probably 84 times a week when Harper was younger. Yeah. And you know how we used to watch Frozen 84 fucking times a week? Yeah. We graduated to the Lego movie nice. because it's hilarious for adults and children. It's, it's true. There's that a lot you of innuendo. Good point. But we all sing... Everything is awesome all the time. <laughs> I love it. Everything is awesome. Now it's in my head. God damn it. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Chance <laughs> <laughs> like and continue. Help me. Get my brain off of everything is awesome. Help me. Do we have any pod news, Shan? Any we probably should. I really need to work on our new um, pod concept and get all that rolled out. And that's probably going to happen when my daughter starts having st- nope, stops having tournaments every weekend. So, yeah, we'll get that done. Probably. Ooh. <gasps> what? Ooh. What? <gasps> what? Uh, we can probably roll that out in November. Ooh. Yeah. We can probably roll that out right in time for you to drive to your uh, family Thanksgiving and listen to You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on the Patreon account. (gasps) Happy Thanksgiving to us. Happy Thanksgiving, motherfuckers. Happy fucking Thanksgiving. It'll be so much fun. Happy Thanksgiving, Pilgrim. Uh, No? Okay. No. I tried to make it like John Wayne, but came out Uh, more John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, it was a little terrifying. Everything is fine. It's fine. Okay, Shan. What you got, Shy? So, this week, (laughs) I want to play a little game. Ooh, I don't like this. Called, Is It an Evangelical Church or Is It a Cult? (gasps) I love this game. I know. This is one of my favorite games. And shout out to my sister who loves cults as much as you do, oh, because she's going to be into this. I, I'm i going to try to, I hopefully will withhold where this, I don't know, church or cult, whatever we're going to you know come up with at the end, okay. where it is located. And hopefully, hopefully I won't fuck up and say the town. Um, hopefully it'll shock the shit out of you. Okay. I'm here for it. Okay. Is it here in Oklahoma? It is. <gasps> okay. It I is was here in Oklahoma. Convinced there were no cults here, but that's okay. Let's go. Let's do Ooh, it. Ooh, but there are. Let's do it. I'm pretty sure my husband grew up in a cult, but that's neither here nor there. That was masquerading as a church. Um, I believe a lot of church a lot of cults masquerade as churches. Yeah. I no, have that's always super fair. I have always said, always, that as long as cults masquerade as christ-based yeah and they don't and they do not threaten the government or do not hoard guns Mm -hmm. then they are free to practice whatever they want in their said cult Mm -hmm. and that that includes beating children almost to death so yep Good luck on that. Beating children, sexually abusing children, Mm -hmm. sexually abusing women. Oh, my God. Like, okay, before we start this, we're going to veer off because we do this often. Duh. I wanted a good cult to cover. Mm -hmm. I was really fascinated. Okay, so baby, is it baby Holly? Remember the lady they found 40 years after her parents were murdered in Texas? (gasps) They they found here in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. They said that she was... That the deaths were more than likely tied to a cult that is still running today, but very prevalent back in the 70s, called the Children of God. 
Mm. It is now called The Family. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I could not. I started watching. Didn't those guys talk about it at that true crime podcast podcast festival that we went to? They may have. The guys that do the yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast on just cults. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure they were talking about that because they were talking about children of God. Um, the, uh, and it was it, interesting. It was... What I watched, what I read, I couldn't finish. I couldn't. Because it was literally a cult of pedophiles. And it was disgusting. I I believe that. And it was sex crimes against children and trafficking and disgusting. So I was like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Anyways. I respect that. Anyways. All right. Well, get on with your bad self. Okay. Well, let's see if I can do this justice. See if I can lay out the information mm-hmm. and then you decide you decide it's create your own ending yeah even though let's just be real honest i'm biased and i'm gonna sway your in sway your ending <laughs> well Whatever. i mean listen if you ask me if it's a church or a cult i'm nine times out of ten gonna say it's a cult thank you yes mm-hmm. okay yep So, one study shows that 2.5 million Americans have been involved in a cult at some point uh, in their lives, Mm -hmm. whether, like, deeply immersed in one or joined one by mistake, and we're like, oh, shit, this isn't for us. (laughs) Or, you know, their children. Got into an MLM that was a little (laughs) culty. Very much. Very much. Hey, Luru. Yeah. Sorry. All right, so the name Mm -hmm. of this church is the Philadelphia Church of God. Here in Oklahoma? Here in Oklahoma. Okay. Okay? Go ahead. It is, it describes itself and is described as a fundamentalist church. Mm. Mm -hmm. Don't like that, but that's okay. The PCG is what we're going to call it. Call it since it's PCG, Philadelphia Church of God. Okay. Okay. Yep. PCG. Got it. All right. What we're going to do is go way back Mm -hmm. to how and come forward to how the Philadelphia Church of God ended up here in Oklahoma. But we got to start way back. All right. So we're going to start with Herbert. Herbert. W. Armstrong. Okay. All right. He was born in 1892 to a Quaker family. He would regularly attend services. So he was, who wasn't back then religious? I mean, everybody Honestly. Yeah. You had to do it to be, have status in your town. True. At the age of 18, he became an advertiser Mm -hmm. in Des Moines. And uh, decided that this had a huge impact on how, you know, how he would communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. At one point later on, Armstrong would prophesize the Second World War. Okay, so he... Uh... Before the Second World War ever happened, he said that this war was going to take place. Not only that, that it would be the second coming of Christ. (sighs) Well, there's also a person that works at the Brahms in my town that has been rolling around in their minivan with a note on it that says the rapture is about to happen. But that's been for like the last eight years. Well, they might be members of the PCG. Okay. I would not be surprised. Okay. So instead of having... Like the television or like, you know, like the evangelical preachers now, they have the 700 Club (laughs) or they have Joel Osteen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They have the television. This guy had newspapers. So I kind of he was kind of like the first. The first televangelist, but yes, without without the tele without the tele. Okay. Yeah. So years after his death, he would be 
kind of how do I how do I say it? Um, his the members of his little group or sect or whatever mm-hmm. would um, realize that what he was teaching because he was very much doomsday. Like, yeah. this is going to happen. Hellfire and, and brimstone. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that there wasn't, you know, the Trinity. So the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, right? Okay. Is what Christians teach. Yeah. His was the Father and the Son, and the Holy Ghost was just a power that God sent. Okay. Okay. He very much adhered or had heard, adhered? Adhered. Mm-hmm. To a form of British Israelism. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> no. Please enlighten me. Okay. <laughs> British Israelism. Okay. When I first read this, I'm going to read it to you and then you tell me. Okay. Let's just go. Okay. Anyway. It states that the British, American, and many European peoples were descended from the so-called Ten Lost Tribes of Israel. Yep. Yeah, we know that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right? Using this belief to state that biblical references to Israel were, in fact, prophecies relating to the modern day with literal applications to the U.S., Britain, and British Commonwealth. Okay. Okay. He later on then also accepted... Asian german connection and often made identifications of other nations in bible prophecy such as russia and china okay that makes actual total sense because there are a ton of christian historians mm-hmm. um i'm putting that in quotation marks that do the exact same thing like they apply these specific this uh tribe to the Britons or whomever, you know, right. Nordic peoples or whatever. So. So the white yeah. people. That's a real thing. Well, it's, I mean, it's everybody. They apply different tribes to different uh, geographical locations. Mm-hmm. Like what would be current day China? What would be current day um, Egypt? They they do it for everyone, but they just apply different um I'm probably not saying this right. They apply the name of a tribe that was identified in the Bible to current day peoples. Yes. And yes, I, I it makes sense to me. Yeah. So he bought into that. Oh, yeah. Okay. He very much believed that we, the Bible is truth and everything in the Bible we should follow. Everything. Okay. Everything that's... That's the basis of fundamentalist Christianity anyway. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. Right. Okay. He also preached that Jesus would return to rescue us from self-annihilation. And would would establish God's government upon Mm. earth. Didn't we already do that? (laughs) I mean, I think that's what we're trying to do now. Didn't we already do that? Um, That's all right. Go ahead. Yeah. So after Christ returns, he would all obviously be in charge. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And people would then be able to, I guess, repent and all the things. And they would be given a second chance to make it right. Doesn't that directly contradict the whole concept of baptism and isn't baptism your second chance? Yeah. Am I crazy? I mean, I, I, I don't I, know because I'm not like well versed on Christian history and yeah, stuff like that. But no, isn't I, that the whole concept? But I thought the whole concept was Christ died on the cross. So all of your sins were forgiven. Yeah. Like, I guess that's not her. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. The Old Testament is no longer once the New Testament was written type of thing. Like, I guess. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> we're talking like we actually know what the fuck we're saying. I did not pay attention in catechism. <laughs> I made it made it through catechism by the skin of my teeth. I'll tell I mean, you that. I kind of paid attention because, but. I did not. I was too scared of everything. Um, 
He also very much believe that God did the healing mm-hmm. and taught against medical practices, mm. except for broken bones and cleaning wounds. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm. Keep going. I am already hate this guy, but mm-hmm. keep going. Yes. <laughs> he really thought that a good diet and proper living would keep you alive. I mean, back in those days, it probably would. But like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we're killing the planet day by day, and there's only so much you can do about that. It's true. He also taught ag- he taught against fornication, masturbation, adultery, homosexuality, and other views, <laughs> other practices he views as aberrations. Well, uh huh. I have a feeling that there are people that are going to be a big disappointment to him. Yeah. He also so is fornication. Let me let me ask you this, and maybe mm-hmm. it's in your documentation there. Mm-hmm. When when they say they preach against fornication, is that sex for everyone, or is that just sex outside of marriage, that, or like what what are we t- saying exactly? Sex outside of marriage. Oh, yeah, no, that's no fun. I know, okay. I know. He also didn't want women to wear cosmetics, and he didn't want men to have long hair. Preach. I don't want to wear cosmetics either, but I'm fine with people having long hair. Yeah. However, he um, lived very much an extravagant lifestyle. Of course he did. Mm -hmm. He had his own personal jet. (laughs) Just like Joel Osteen. Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate this guy. So... By 1978, mm-hmm. it had more than 65,000 members. Shit. Mm-hmm. And an annual income of $65 million. That sounds about right. So yes. 65,000 members, members and $65 million income, annual income. So that's like, what, $100 per person per year, mm-hmm. give or take? Yeah. Is that right? I don't know. I don't do math. What are you, why are you asking me? Yeah, that would have been right. $100 per person per year. Okay. Well, he, at this time, Oral Roberts was a big guy. We know about Oral Roberts, right? Uh, yeah. And then Billy Graham. Ugh, yeah. He made more than those two combined. <laughs> Shit. Why doesn't this guy have a university? Um... Please hold. Okay. Sorry. Please hold. (laughs) I just figured they were giving them out, so. Yeah. Might as well. Well, as with most preachers that get married, they have children. Sure. Okay. One of his children, by the name of Garner, this is the weirdest fucking name, Garner Ted Armstrong. I don't get it. Whatever. Okay. Is it Ted in quotation marks? No. It's just like that's his middle that's name his, is Ted. Yeah, that's his middle name. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was banished in seventy two <gasps> from the what church. What he do? What he do? What he do? He um liked to fornicate with the uh, women church members. Who doesn't? <laughs> but several months later, uh-huh. his father would reinstate his membership to the church and then select that his son succeed him as the leader of the church. Ew. I don't know. No, no. Really? Know. Come on. Yeah. That's a concept of uh, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Mm-hmm. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. So what the report said when he was excommunicated mm-hmm. was that, uh, not only did he use the private jet all the time. Again, why wouldn't you? Ex- expensive homes. Uh-huh. And the alleged sexual, you know, forni- fornication. Fornicator. Yeah. But also other church executives were too um, taking advantage of all this money. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember Bobby Fisher? 
You remember the search? Was it the search for Bobby Fischer, the movie? The world chess champion? <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. He lived in seclusion with the church officials for this church. Why? As a child? Because he, I think he, you know, was trying to find meaning. He drank the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. It's mm, sad. He quoted in a report that the church had taken more than $90,000 of his money. Uh-huh. And used Madison Avenue techniques uh-huh. to gain control of church members' minds. So I'm guessing, like, Madison <gasps> Avenue techniques is like, this is where we'll get you. Yeah, they were doing pyramid schemes. hmm Yeah. hmm Wow. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That sounds about right. hmm And they didn't pay taxes on any of that money, so just keep that in mind. Yeah. No, because it's a church and they don't pay taxes. They don't need to. Nope. Okay. That's how we get away with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, soon, Mr. Armstrong would pass away. Okay. At the ripe old age of 95. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Gross. But the son never did make it. To, he never succeeded him. No, he never succeeded him. They okay. brought in somebody else. However, when this happened, the church that he was running at the time mm-hmm. pretty much disbanded. They were like, all of these people were like, this guy was a nut job. No shit. Hashtag no shit. Hashtag no shit. And they left the church. Except for one man who totally believed that what Armstrong was teaching was prophetic uh-huh. and the truth. Okay. Okay. That man is Gerald Flurry. Okay. Okay. Gerald Flurry would go on to create PCG mm-hmm. and would in. So Armstrong died in the 80s. Okay. In the 90s, Flurry created this church. In 99, Flurry would declare himself a prophet. <laughs> Specifically, <clears throat> the prophet from John chapter 1, verse 21. Okay. I don't know what verse that is, but I okay. don't either. Fair but enough. If we had a Bible, I could tell you. Okay. He he made this declaration in a sermon and that I if you read this this book, this chapter, this verse, it'll show you that I am that. Prophet. So he was like, It's me, guys. It's me. Remember yeah. when John said mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. It's me, guys. It sets me apart from other ministers. I am I am that prophet. Gross. I am the prophet. I mm-hmm. hate ministers like that that are like, because I don't have a problem with church in general. If it brings you comfort and if it brings you the ability to live your best life, do you. Mm-hmm. Whatever religion you get off on, go get them. Mm-hmm. Go get them, Tiger. I got no problem with religion. Where I have a problem with religion in general, mm-hmm. and Christianity seems to be the biggest culprit these days, is when you're actively trying to destroy people's lives that don't fucking agree with you. Right. I have a big fucking problem with that. Yes. And when you install yourself as some messiah, some prophet, and you're telling people, I'm the one, and the way that you can get close to me and thereby get close to God is by giving more money. To mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and the church, that's horse shit. Yeah. Yes. Horse shit. Yes. And that's when it becomes a cult. Yes. To me. That's the line. Yep. So. Uh, yeah. When they start talking money, you're like, and I'm out. Yeah. So. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. A sermon in 2004. Mm-hmm. This is a quote from him. I found this on the web. Oh, no. Thank you. Jesus, Thank Siri. you, Siri. Oh, oh fuck. 
Okay, let's start again. Yeah, go ahead. Flurry states, if you study this book, you'll know who that prophet is. It does set me apart from other ministers. Is God going to give us something like this that we cannot prove? Um, sir. It's a revelation <laughs> from God. Sir, uh, prove everything that's in the Bible for me right now. Please try. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. It's it's a question of if you believe or if you don't believe. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So he said, it's a revelation from God from outer space, way beyond Mars. If it doesn't, I'm crazy. Dude. I'm opting for crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. He claims to also speak to God. <sighs> and even hearing God's voice. At this point, I'm like, nope, I'm out. Bro, that's schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. That's not even, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, no shade at all to the mental health community, but that is not, if you're hearing voices. You should not be leading sermons. It, you're having a mental health break. Yeah. Or you need a mental health break. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. <sighs> it's crazy. All right. Go ahead. So he has presented himself as the uh, prophet. Mm -hmm. He has presented himself as close to God. And I'm sure he's asking for people to come with him on this journey to get closer to God, right? Yes. Is that about right? Is that about it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. They basically believe... They're entering in times mm -hmm. and have since the 90s. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's talk a little about their doom. So they're calling it a doomsday cult. All right. Who's they? Just um, everybody? Everybody that's outside this church, basically. Every so yeah. The people that are like, okay, this is a cult. <laughs> yeah. Please, let's tell you why. Yeah. Okay. Tell me. Okay. So do it's a doomsday cult in which it's recognized by world religions and spiritual and spiritual project Christian mm -hmm. apologetics and research ministry and watchman fellowship as a non-Christian cult which perverts the Bible to its own end. Oh, so there's like watchdog groups yeah. in Christianity mm -hmm. that are actively yes. keeping track of these quote-unquote churches yes i'd like to know who's all on that list i know me too because that's interesting mm -hmm. okay yeah they they go on to say um flurry is noted as displaying typical cult leader arrogance mm -hmm. obviously he's calling himself a fucking prophet mm -hmm. and creates a seclusionary atmosphere yeah yes yeah yep but everything you read, so I got on their website, everything you read. Did you sign up for the newsletter? No, I didn't. God, damn it, shy. But I'm pretty sure my algorithms are going to read it now. <laughs> Your algorithms are fucked. <laughs> and they're going to be like, oh, okay, you're, like, a oh, girl, you're a doomsday cult. You're in a doomsday cult. Are you, <laughs> The next time you get on Google, Google's going to be like, were you looking for doomsday cult? <laughs> I know. <laughs> were you searching for doomsday cult? Yeah. Yeah. So they go on to again to say that his approach to church government has been criticized for being totalitarian. How do you say that? Totalitarian. Totalitarian. Mm -hmm. totalitarian yep. Dictatorial. Dictatorial. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Heavy handed and tyrannical. Oh, they're using all the words. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ex member, ex members have claimed that Flurry uses his power to command absolute obedience. So he must be um he must be controlling the church in a way that uses uh violence or seclusion as a form of punishment. Probably. Mm -hmm. If you don't mm -hmm. follow him or if you don't do exactly what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So there's a podcast called the cult vault the cult bolt vault 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 like like a money vault vault like a bank vault that's my see that's the okie coming out 
Well, occult vault. I just heard a B. I, I just heard a B in place of the V. <laughs> but I was like, the cult bolt? That sounds, bolt. I'm into that too. Mm-mm. Vault. <laughs> vault. Okay. The cult vault. Love it. And an ex-member speaks about um, how they devote their entire lives to Flurry. And that Flurry stated, I sometimes feel real good when I'm called a cult. He loves it. Mm -hmm. Of course he does. Yeah. They also said that Philadelphia Church of God plans to flee the country in the near future. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. like Jim Jones did? Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Shit. Yeah. So Flurry also has a magazine called the Plain Truth Magazine. I feel like I've heard this before. Oh, no. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm going to have to look it up and see if it's the same thing, but go ahead. So it's very much a doomsday magazine. Okay. Super heavy emphasis on death and destruction. Obviously. But put in a way that it's part of God's plan. And God is going to save you from this destruction. Like, it's okay that you're going through all of this because God's going to save you. Okay, but like, when do I get my new Prada bag? Now, right, as part of the destruction plan. I want the Gucci. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. Yep. Okay. So, death and destruction. Death and destruction. And they, in the early days of his church, he would, when he created new churches, uh-huh. right. He wouldn't let new ministers preach. It was always him preaching by cassette tape. Okay. Oh, this is giving me um, Righteous Gemstones vibes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You like that show now, huh? I love that show. But it is giving me all the Righteous Gemstones vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Help me. Help me. So he would preach on cassette tape Mm -hmm. and have them play his cassette tapes rather than allowing any other preacher to be part of the organization. Right. He had to be the almighty. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't like it, but I'm also seeing a trend towards, like, leaving the country. Doomsday. So he's telling these people, probably... We're going to set up a commune of sorts where everybody's contributing, but he's the only one benefiting. I fucking guarantee it. Okay. It's funny you say that. (laughs) Because at one time, actually in 2018, he wrote, more than likely in this Plain Truth mag, Mm -hmm. that they must be prepared to go to the cave of Adulam, uh, the place of safety. Where the fuck is that? I don't know. It's something out of the Bible. Oh, okay. We must condition our minds to do that. Yeah, we have to go ahead and condition our minds Mm -hmm. to hide out. And whenever I call it, whenever the feds are knocking on the door, it's time for you to drink the Kool-Aid. Yep. Yep. He said that in this cave, a converted man in the PCG. Uh Uh-huh. So a believer. Yes. Yeah. Will sit as a king on a throne. And I'm like, oh, God. All right. So. And he will be led and directed by God. And at what part, sir, are you going to say, oh, by the way, I'm that converted man. I'm the king. Let's put that into action now. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, I'm the one. And you all will serve me in the afterlife or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or whatever. In our new lives. Yeah. I'm surprisingly, I'm not surprised by any of this. Right. Because I I'm not buying it. Like I'm not gonna send him a donation or whatever, but I'm like, oh, this all tracks. Yes. This all one hundred percent is on brand. One hundred percent. So like I said, I went on their website. (laughs) God. (laughs) Okay. And I downloaded their statement of beliefs. Uh And I would like to just read those out to you. Okay. Um, 
please don't take this listeners, 13 listeners. I know you are smart people. Yeah. But don't. Please don't take this as an advertisement to join this cult. No. Church, whatever you want to call it. A culty church. Culty church. I mean, he even said it himself in his sermon. He, he likes, likes being it. called a cult. He loves That's it. terrifying. That is it. Okay. If you haven't seen the red flags before this, that is your one true red flag north, and you need to get the fuck out. You need to you need to travel south, okay? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, ew. it's it's all gross, but I also I understand the people that they're preying on. Yes, they like the type of person that they prey on mm-hmm. for these types of things. Yeah, and, and it, one of these. Um, documents one of these studies that these um anti-cult people have done is that they very much prey on people's ignorance of the bible yeah right these are people that have studied the bible and people theologists and things like that and need some guidance yes and feel like they need to be part of a bigger Yes. Plan. Yes. And this person is providing all of that for them. Right. And then when they say the magical words of we're all going to leave this place and move to a new place together and we're all going to contribute and it's going to be a very much even killed society where we all contribute and everybody is doing the same jobs Mm -hmm. and everybody is doing this, that and and the other. You are just important as the guy next door. All of that, they're like, oh, fuck yeah, I've been waiting for this. Yeah. I've been waiting to feel just as important as everybody else. Yes. Mm. I totally would have joined a cult back in my 20s. I would have. Yeah. I Totally. There are so many people that would have been lost and um, not confident enough in their own path that they would have. You know, it's not hard to get people to buy into that. It's them using the words that people want to hear yeah you're saved you're important you're a contributor you're whatever it's just like those guys at the true crime podcast festival talked about people do it in fucking corporate organizations all of the time you are so important we couldn't do this without you but i'm setting on a million dollar bonus and you're not getting shit yeah so it's the same shit different place yeah I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. I know I'm not. We've already established I'm not wrong. (laughs) She's not. And I know it. She is not. (laughs) Okay, so statement of beliefs, PCG. Okay, do it. You here for this? You're ready? Girl, of course I'm ready. I've been waiting on this my entire life. The PCG believes and teaches that the Bible is the full word of God inspired by God, and thereby available for instruction. Mm, okay. Each You know it says to not eat pork, right? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't think these people do. Each Ooh. doctrine maintained by the church is provable from the Holy Bible. Okay. Okay. Only God can cause a person to become a member of the church. Therefore, we don't uh, praiselatize. Praise proselytize proselytize Mm -hmm. for members by any means Mm -hmm. the church's responsibility is to teach the laws of god to whoever may desire to learn are absolutely no cost okay and the church does not seek financing from the public at large but depends solely upon the ties and free will gifts from its members and co-workers yeah and that ain't free will Right. At all. Therefore, we do not solicit funds from the public by any means. Mm-hmm. But you have a television show, magazines, mm-hmm. all those. It's mm-hmm. websites. Good. Cool. Yep. And if you're, I guarantee it, if you're giving a tithe or whatever, uh, you're now a member. Yeah. Yeah. You're considered a member for life. Yes. 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 They teach its members that the integrity of the family is critical to the health of a nation. So family is important. Ministers are to be servants to the members and therefore must avoid extremes in lifestyle and lavishness. Okay. This is where this is. Hold up. (laughs) This is where 
when they said that this Glenn Flurry was like, no, Armstrong was our true savior. Armstrong is the one that spoke the truth, but yet Armstrong lived this lavish lifestyle. Yeah, they, they're they all going to live the lavish lifestyle. Flurry is continuing his teachings. Yeah. Are you also continuing his lifestyle, but of not course. letting anyone in your church know this? I, these are the things I need to know and I couldn't find. And it was upsetting me. I guarantee if they have 65,000 members. Well, that was Armstrong's church. That was the World Church of God. Right. And if you have six, $650 million sitting there, it didn't just go away when he died. Mm-hmm. It didn't just disappear. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it went, yeah. those church coffers are full. I guarantee it. Yeah. Okay, so all members are subject to themselves to the laws and regulations of the government of the land while following the examples and instructions of Jesus Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that the Holy Spirit is a gift received from God upon true repentance, which, which leads to salvation. So the Holy Spirit is not an actual, which I think not in the part Bible. part of the trifecta. Right. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I know that's what it was taught to us that there was three entities. Yeah, but that's about it. Yep. Jesus Christ is head of the church, not any man. All men will ultimately be resurrected, and those who are worthy will fellowship with God in Christ forever. So, how do you become worthy? Well, you got to be a part of the church, and you got to pay. Yeah, pay your dues. We should. Rejoice in our trials because God is using them to build his character in us. Okay. And the church is responsible to inform the public at large for the soon coming glorious kingdom of God. Soon like when? In the next 400 years or soon like next week? Yeah, because Armstrong had been preaching it since the 20s and 30s. Yeah, that it was happening imminently, right? And then Glenn Flurry... Whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> Flurry took it over. Every it's like time we you are say Flurry. I just want to make Flurry. I honestly. know, right? <laughs> I need some ice cream. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, just all sorts of oh, this. Yeah, he one hundred percent believed everything Armstrong taught mm-hmm. was. Gospel. Gospel. Yeah. And wanted to continue it. Of course. So while, you know, playing around on their website, <laughs> I, fi- I ran across some really fun articles. Okay. That really just lit a fire under me. Sure. The first one is called, <laughs> are you ready? I was born ready. I'm so glad. How feminine um, nope, I'm not ready. Okay. How feminism harms families. Because I'm not in the kitchen kicking. Is that the problem? Basically. <laughs> right. So let's just talk about feminism for a second. Okay. Because um we are in a very conservative state. Yeah. And might want a little history on it for some people. Maybe we can teach something. Okay. Okay. The 1848 Seneca Falls Women's Rights Convention Rights Convention in marked the beginning of the women's rights movement in the United States. Yep. Right? Yep. So, the convention recruited supporters and included many action steps to advance the movement. So, I got this all from um Women of the Women's Rights feministhistory.com mm-hmm. yeah basically <laughs> one of the things that it says when they started this movement is in entering upon the great work before us we anticipate no small amount of misconception mm-hmm. misrepresentation and ridicule which what i'm getting ready to tell you from these goddamn philadelphia people philadelphia people is all of those things sure okay but we shall use every instrumentally mm, Every instrumentality within our power to affect our object. Mm-hmm. 
We shall employ agents, circulate tracts, petition the states and national legislatures, and endeavor to enlist the pulpit and press in our behalf. Okay. We hope this convention will be followed by a series of conventions embracing every part of our country, which it has, mm-hmm. right? So we got all sorts of, I think they said there was, um, what, did I, what did they say? Like four waves of the feminist movement okay. in our country. So the first comprised of women's suffrage. Mm-hmm. That was in the 19th and the early 20th century. Second wave, the women's liberation movement began in the 60s and campaigned for legal and social equality for women. Yep. In or around 92, a third wave was identified, characterized by a focus on individuality and diversity. Mm-hmm. And some have argued that the fourth wave started around 2012, um, which used social media to combat sexual harassment, violence against women, rape culture, and is best known for the Me Too movement. Me Too. Me Too movement. Yep. What did I say? Me Too? Yeah. Dear God. The meaty movement, the you know. Movement. You know how we roll. <laughs> I feel like we've talked all afternoon. I know. I know. No, I feel like that's valid. Yeah. Four waves. I think that's valid. Yes. So. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, In this lovely article uh-huh. in PCG, they state... This is how they're going to bend all of the things. That in 66, Frieden founded the National Organization for Women to fight for equal rights for women and served as its president until 70. Mm -hmm. At that time, the women's movement sought to liberate women from the tedious humdrum of babies, bottles, diapers, cleaning, and cooking. Women's movement leaders sought sought freedom from their prison, and they put prison at home. Mm-hmm. The key to freedom was equal opportunity with men, which meant equal jo- jobs and equal pay. Yeah, we're still waiting on that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess we failed. <laughs> it go it goes on to then say that the women's movement aligned with the civil rights movement, and that the women not only had to fight um, to help with and racism but also to fight sexism and just yeah, i don't know if y'all know but we're fucking doing all the shit we're doing all the fucking things yes so yes so they said with all of this like the old traditions came tumbling down first of all yes that was the complete <laughs> fucking goal Okay, we are progressive. We are progressive human (laughs) beings. Okay, this is what we do as humans, as a a species, is we progress. Yeah, we don't stay in old traditions. Okay, we want to keep moving forward, not stay. But barefoot, barefoot and pregnant, and hanging out at home without any opportunities makes a pretty captive audience. You Uh know, it does. It goes on to say, and I quote, Today, many women understand that feminism really did not offer a choice in the 60s. In fact, it demanded that women could only find fulfillment through a career outside the home. That's not true. I know a ton of women that stay home, that have gone to college, done all the things, and choose to stay at home with their kids. Mm -hmm. And that the fight for women's right was actually a fight against family. Okay, calm down. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not only suggests that men cannot possibly assist in raising a family in any sort of way. That mm-hmm. that argument only suggests that men are not fucking capable of doing anything but babysitting their own children every once in a while. Yeah. And babysitting is the <laughs> actual legit term these a-holes use. Yeah. When talking about their own goddamn children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. No. If you're a dad, you're not babysitting. Nope. You're, you're raising your fucking kids. out with your children. You're raising your fucking kids. You're being a parent. You're <sighs> Dip, parenting. Dipshits. Okay. Welcome. Mm, mm, I hate that shit. When men say, I had to babysit this weekend. No, no, the fuck you didn't. You were a parent this weekend. Yeah. You got you got to hang out with your kids while your wife got and to did live. something else. Yeah. You're, got to have something you were a parent outside. this weekend. Congratulations. 
Realizing that certain feminine desires could not be denied, a new movement slogan was quickly pushed into public view, having it all. But it ignores hard reality for many working mothers. Having it all also means handling it all. And I was like, no. You don't have to handle it all if your husband's not pure fucking trash, but... That's what I'm saying. neither here nor there. I'm like, uh... Exactly. That's the part I was like, oh, dear God, they really. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If your partner is an actual partner, you don't have to handle it all on your own. But yeah. A lot of people aren't ready to hear that. Yeah. So then goes on to say the truth is working mothers suffer. The children of working mothers always suffer. And should we forget the husbands suffer too? I was so worried like, about them. Uh, oh god, just leave me out of it. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. Yeah. It goes on to say that women were not created to be a slave to men, but a partner. <laughs> but it sure is nice when they are, isn't that right, Phyllis? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that men and women are equal. As long as they w- do the job they were designed to do. What job is that? Be a baby factory? Mm-hmm. Is that what my job is? Uh-huh. They're going to be disappointed since I'm one and done. Yes. So basically, the man is the one that takes takes care. Look at me. <laughs> takes care. And teaches the family. Uh. Whereas the wife is the one that teaches the children, bakes the meals, and keeps the house. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. I do not subscribe to this magazine. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm like, there are literally people in this state that still that still do, and in the country, and in other countries, because this is in other countries. It's so gross, though. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. But that's just me. Yeah. So they they go on to say all other all sorts of BS, which I just couldn't. I was like, oh my gosh. But then the next one I found, which I didn't really go into this one because the title alone had me so furious that I was like, these people. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, go. Okay. The next article is Who can find a virtuous woman? (laughs) Subtitle. Never was there a more crucial time for teen girls to know the answer to this. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Teen girls? Teen girls don't need to be worried about finding a man. Period. Okay? You need your late 20s woman who's gotten all of her living out of the way. Hell, she could be in her 40s. Who the fuck cares? It's none of your goddamn business what she needs to know about being a virtuous woman. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. I'm going to. But why? Here's my question. Why do they never talk about virtuous men? Why do they never talk about a woman's need to find a virtuous man? That's my question. Yeah, no. I would love to know the answer to that as well. Because it. The uh, responsibility is so often put on females to maintain their virginity mm-hmm. to prove that they are worthy in some sort of way to get fucking married, which, sorry, marriage is a scam. Mm-hmm. I like my husband, but, like, I'd be fine being not married to him, too, in a con. Like, I'd, I'd be fine not being in a contract with him. Yeah, it's l- just literally a contract <sighs> by the government. Marriage is a scam. Yeah, it really Let's is. Let's be clear. So that's my question is like, why, why is the onus on us to be virginal and um, full of piousness and Christ-like women and stuff like that? Where the fuck does it talk about Christ-like men? Oh, no. You know what I mean? Nothing does. Where's that? No, it doesn't. (laughs) We're, I just, the the whole time I was reading this, I was like, I wonder how many people are going to be like, oh, these chicks in their oh, conservative state. Here's, I'm ready for them to be like, that. oh. Um, here's the thing. They're liberal mouths, yes. If you uh, would like to tell me that I am 
I don't know, not a pious woman or something like that. I'm actually fine with that. Um, if you want to tell me that my opinion on women and teenage girls is not valid, I'm fine with that too. Go raise your own kids. I'm raising my child to be a strong female in a world that wants to beat her the fuck down and make her cower at the sight of men. She's not going to get off the goddamn sidewalk when a man is walking towards her. Uh-uh. My girl is not going to cower down to any dude that raise a f- raises a fist at her. Period. 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 Right. We're not doing any of that bullshit. Right. My husband treats my daughter like a queen because she should be treated like a queen. Yep. He also treats her like a fucking Viking warrior that should be feared. That's right. Because she should. Yes. And I don't give a fuck about any of this pious, virginal bullshit. Yeah. I don't give a shit about any of that. No, same. None whatsoever. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know the answer. I'm sorry. I wish I did. Um, So they go on their website, goes over everything from finances to um, men of God, like all the things that you could ever want to read about um, for this. I don't want to read about any of that. Evangelical church. And again, do whatever makes you feel happy inside. Don't care if it's religion, non-religion, witchcraft. Do whatever makes you feel happy inside. But if you're trying to force it down other people's throats, that's where I kind of draw the line with being okay with whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. You know? Yes. So. Okay. So, that all being said. Do I get to decide now if it's a cult or a church? Yes. It's a cult. It's one. For sure. Yeah. But... It is so um, aligned with evangelical Christianity and fundamental Christianity that it all looks the same. Yes. It all looks the same. The fact that they're wanting to um, leave here and go elsewhere Mm -hmm. to, like, take their group elsewhere Mm -hmm. to thrive Mm -hmm. is culty. Yeah. Because we all know how that ends up. Yeah. Right? But yes, I mean, to me, it's a cult, but there's just a very fine line between fundamental churches and cults anyway of any religion. Fundamental Mormon, fundamental Christianity, fundamental, I don't think the Jews do it, but like fundamental anything can morph into a cult real quick. Real quick. When you have leaders, because who was it that said, was it John Kennedy that says absolute power corrupts absolutely. Um, maybe I know the saying. I don't it's know someone, it. someone important um, said that, and that's exactly what happens with these leaders. It's like they gain absolute power, and you cannot go against them. And then mm-hmm. you're drinking the Kool Aid or getting in a shootout with the uh, feds, right? Yep. Either that, or you're trying to leave, and then you just disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can't, or you have no way or no means of living outside because you've given up all of your worldly possessions. They've let you isolate yourself. Mm -hmm. They've they've forced you to isolate yourself from everyone you ever knew or anything you've ever known. Yeah. I mean, there's actually, oh, what am I trying to think of? Um, Places that people go to, um, like, D, what's the word? It's, yeah, to where they get like uh, cleansed of the culty mind. Yes, like they um, get deprogrammed. Deprogrammed. Why can I never remember? Yeah, that? yeah. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it yeah. doesn't. Sometimes it's just they've been they've been uh, mentally and spiritually abused mm-hmm. for so long that it takes years and years of work to. Um, come out of that yeah and that's what's really sad to me is i feel like we're coming into an age where that's starting to happen Mm -hmm. and instead of embracing a change in our society and seeing that people that don't look like you that don't act like you that don't think like you um are still valid are still valid human beings 
that still love and still deserve to be loved, still deserve to and have at the very life base they deserve to be respected. Yeah. Um, I just when it gets it's getting to that point, and people really need to take a step back and you know just what does your gut tell you? You know what I mean? Like so many times yeah, I can listen but- to people speak and be like, oh, this is fucked up. But we've talked before about how your gut is that voice inside your head that's like, oh, this isn't right, was is beaten out of you at such a young age because you have to be polite and you have to be, yes. you know, if there's a person in a position of power, you're supposed to respect them and revere them. Yes. And if you were raised in a church setting, in a fundamentalist church setting, that person does have absolute power. Yeah. And you don't have a gut instinct that says, this is bad. Right. This is real bad. Right. So, I mean, yeah, that they are programmed at a very young age to forget that gut feeling. Yeah. And that's just really sad. It is really, it's really sad. But I'm just hoping that, well, I don't know what I'm hoping. I'm just hoping shit changes. I'm tired of it. Um. <laughs> That's fair. I'm tired of it. So, any guess as to where this church is located? Southeast Oklahoma. Oh, you are so off. Oh, shit. Okay. Is it here in Oklahoma City? (laughs) It is in Edmond, Oklahoma. Okay. That actually makes total sense. The Armstrong Theater that's in kind of BFE Edmond, they have been pretty advertised around Edmond. They hold like orchestra concerts and things like that. <gasps> ballet. That That's who they are. That is who they are. They also have a college, uh-huh. the Armstrong College of the Arts or some shit like that. Also here in Edmond. I I couldn't find how many people are enrolled. Like I, I can't find how many people are enrolled in this college, how many parishioners these churches have because they are all over they're headquartered here in edmund (sighs) and any cult that makes you hate anyone is not any religion that makes you hate anyone is not a religion is not a religion that's not Mm -mm. any religion that makes you question the rights of other people or question the validity of other people. The validity or even the the right to progress as a human and to be themselves and to love who they love. Nonsense. Those are all red flags. Like, no. Yeah. You are not here to be the person who um, tells someone else who they should be. Yeah. Ever. And neither is your church. Yeah. So you can shove them all up your ass. It's given yellow deli vibes. So much yellow deli vibes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. This is bananas. Like, they go into basically um, family is key Uh in this this church. (laughs) Um, Reproduction is key. Creating more PCG babies. Of course. And I'm like, well, you know, as of now that they have all the... They're going to have all the babies. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> this is bananas. But it is considered a cult. It is considered a cult. So it's on the list. It is on the list. Wow. Of cults. Even though they. And this guy, this Gerald Flurry, is still alive. Still He's still running the church. Still running the church. Still making it seem as if. Women should be barefoot and pregnant, taking care of babies while men go do whatever they do. Go do whatever the fuck they do. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Yep. Anyways, that's how we roll here. It's fucked up. (laughs) It's fucked up. Progression, people, not regression. (laughs) I think Oklahoma has forgotten what that is. Yeah, that's fair. So, anyways, that's that's my story, Shan. Good job, Shy. Thanks, Shan. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here, 
Like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are underscore doing underscore fine underscore OK underscore pod.